0: And welcome to TV My Husband Hates. I'm Kat Sims. And I'm Regan Kempton. And we are reality TV addicts. Addicts, uh, aficionados. Ooh, I like that. Experts. Experts. Basically, we know our shit when it comes to reality TV. 100%.
1: Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of TV My Husband Hates. I'm here with Kat Sims, as always. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing okay. I am feeling a little bit rough and full of cold, uh, but not terrible. Timing: the kids break up for half term. We're going away on Monday, so I've got the weekend to get over it. Um, but other than that, I'm all right. We've got a week away next week, so um, that's, that's right. Exciting, yeah. So uh,
1: for all of you guys out there, it means we will not be recording next week because Cat will be away and uh, I will be away at the weekend. So we've got to take a week off because uh, you know it's half term and. Life. summer break <laughs>
0: I mean life just so gotta do sometimes. something
1: for sure for sure um, but um, it is exciting. fortunately I think I was gonna say fortunately there will be a week where fingers crossed we will actually be together recording this summer so uh, we'll see
0: absolutely true if all goes to plan and COVID doesn't fuck everything up like it has done for the last 15 months then you'll be coming to London to celebrate my 40th birthday with me well, even if it's
1: still COVID, I'm vaccinated. So, all we need to do is get the UK to lift the quarantine rule, which I think they will in July. I read Greece has lifted it now for Americans. So, I think, I think we're trending the correct way for Americans who are vaccinated or have a negative test. It's one or the other. So,
0: let's we'll see. hope so. Let's hope so. We're staying positive. Um, yes. But this week, we've got quite a light schedule.
1: Yeah, well, we've finally decided we have to drop The Hills because it's just not available in the UK to watch anywhere, which does not make it easy for us. So we have to drop that. And then we have also dropped Keeping Up With The Kardashians because we are now having to record on Thursdays due to childcare issues. <laughs>
0: Even though today's Friday. It's really confusing. Yes. We've, we've basically... Normally, it will be Thursday, which is why we've ditched Kardashians. We're not overly concerned about it. We're not sure there's that much to chat about anymore when it comes to Kardashians. Um, so apologies about that. But I think that you'll find you'd rather hear us talk more about Shaz and all the other shows than squeeze in the Kardashians.
1: For sure. Um I feel like we're, we're getting more episodes of Below Deck Sailing Yacht than we did last time. I think because last time was like their first run. I feel like it's going a little bit longer. But I also noticed uh, Below Deck Med is coming back uh, yep.
0: in July. I'm excited so. about that.
1: Me too. And it's an entirely new crew. Like there's not one person Isn't I Malia recognize. Isn't
0: Malia on there? Malia?
1: I didn't, I didn't see her on the preview.
0: Oh, I thought I saw her. But I could be wrong
1: yeah well we'll see we'll see when it comes up or i'll just rewatch the preview again because it was like it's fairly quick, early in the it? morning yeah
0: um, but uh shall we uh should we just jump in yeah let's do it let's go to shaz i bloody love the shaz and they have introduced bah, 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 a new cast member
1: her name is london and i think she is everything that this group fucking needs
0: I love that she has taken um, advantage of her like position as the new girl to be able to have these conversations that aren't imbued in like emotion and past and history. And she can just sort of call things how she sees it. And nobody's getting at her because they're all actually going to be quite polite to her because she's new. Well, and
1: I think she's new, but she has known like she's. Part of like their peripheral like connections, I think, because she did make a note that she has actually received a dick pic from Mike as well.
0: I mean, I don't sure. I'm f- starting to feel a bit left out. I'm going to be honest. I, right? feel like I feel like everybody's <laughs> got one and not me.
1: <laughs>
0: so, Mike, you need to start uh, up in the
1: up in the DPs. Can we just slide talk? into the DMs? Can we just for take podcast? a moment
0: to discuss dick pics? Because I just I yeah. want to put it out here. I don't care how great your dick is. It's a low fucking bar. So even a great dick is not sexy. Do you know what I mean? Like dicks no. are not a sexy. I mean not thing. just
1: like not just like hanging out there. Like I would almost rather like a tight pair of trousers to see a possible outline, but not abs. the
0: thing. I'd rather abs, on its own. a butt. I'd rather a cute butt. I don't want to see. I don't want to open my phone and be confronted with no a penis because no, but I also wonder if
1: I'm just like, not of the porno pick dating generation because that was just not around when I was dating. We didn't have cameras on our phones.
0: (laughs) I honestly don't think it's that. I think it's this, the phone has like lifted this boundary where men feel that they can like, it's another way for men. I honestly think it's another way for men to overstep the line if I'm honest like I think it's I yeah. as somebody who has unwittingly and unwillingly received not just a dick pic but also a video of him having a wank Ew! sent it to me on Instagram and you know when you're like l- watching something you're not quite Yikes. sure what you're watching until like you're like oh,
1: oh it's too late
0: <laughs> oh god I'm never gonna want to see my eyes my eyes um
1: Oh my God! I want you
0: to know that it does feel a bit like a violation. Like you do feel a bit assaulted. Fuck with it. it's yeah! It's really bizarre. So just if you're a bloke out there thinking of sending a dick pic, don't send some flowers instead. Just a just a for thought. sure. And I'm a little appalled that you even have to be told this. Yeah, or a poem. Frankly, I'd rather a poem than a dick, or, b- or a bottle of wine. Yeah, chocolate.
1: I mean, there's a, there's numerous things that can I- be sent over a dick pic.
0: I mean, I think anything, actually, over uh, rather than a dick pic.
1: I'd rather salacious chat than a dick pic, to yes, be honest. Sex-
0: yes, this is the thing. Let's do sexy chat because that's a two-way street, right? There's an element of somebody having yeah. to engage in that. If somebody just sends me a message that goes, I want to fucking flip you over like a f- hog roast and spear you up the asshole," that's not sexy. But like, if there's no. a conversation and there's two of you involved, there's an element of consent and we're all part of it. But if you just send me and confront me with a picture of your dick, that is not, there's no consent there and I don't get to make a choice.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I I think you're absolutely right. Like it goes down to consent, doesn't it? Like you do not have consent to send me naked pictures or, oh my God, wank videos. Oh, sorry about that. That's so gross. It
0: was really gross. It was, it was really gross. Was
1: it someone you knew or just some rando?
0: Total rando. Total rando. And I think part of it was my mistake because sometimes when I get loads and loads of messages, I go through them quite... I always try and make sure I read everything and I always just... If I don't reply, I'll always tap a little heart. Like, I've acknowledged it, I've seen it. (laughs) Please tell me you didn't heart
1: that video. No,
0: no, no. I didn't heart the video, (laughs) but he did send me, like, like a pic of him... This is going to sound weird, but, like, stretching... But in, like, a tracksuit, and I think I just posted, like, a You thought he was being funny? I think I just posted a fitness video, and I was zimming through it, and anyway, I was like, okay, here, have a heart. Anyway, I think he took that as, yes, I'd really love to see your cock, and by the way, while you're at it, can you show me a video of you wanking?
1: Ugh. Yeah, pretty, pretty gross. That's super heinous. Like, you almost want to call them out, and, like... (laughs) Does anyone yeah. know at so-and-so because they're sending wank pics or wank videos? Is oh, this yeah. your husband, boyfriend, son? <laughs> yeah. Tell them to stop. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, I wish I'd done that. But then there's... The, yes. Yeah, I wish I'd done that. I did send it to all my friends, though, obviously.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You had a good
0: laugh. I'm anyway, glad you
1: didn't send it to me.
0: Yeah, I don't so want to Mike, see that.
1: Just FYI. Stop with
0: the dick pics. Um, but London, I think she's great. I think it's... You know, I also think it's part of Bravo's diversity drive to get more people recognised. We've got like a gay Iranian female, which I think is something that we haven't... It's a first. It's a yes. first. Um, I was about to say we've got a gay Iranian and then I re- remembered Razor. Yeah. Obviously, as if I could forget. Um, but right. I think it's interesting to to put um, London in there. And I, I just hope she calms these guys down a bit.
1: Well, I think she already kind of is, right? Like, she's able to have these really insightful conversations that make them see what they're doing um, because she's a trained professional (laughs) as well, which is, you know, really helpful in this group. Um, And I think she, honestly, I think she calms MJ down just being there. Like, we're not seeing MJ going to, like, zero to 100. We're seeing her, like, maybe hit a 20.
0: Well, and I also think that MJ marrying outside of the iranian culture has calmed her down a bit as well because i think that she has a break from we see this iranian culture be very very emotional and very exciting and flamboyant and all the rest of it and i think she gets something a little bit different with tommy and i think that has calmed her down and marriage and motherhood in general but i think you're right london she's more open to people like london and she's more open to yeah um their kind of Way of behaving in a way that she wouldn't have been before.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know if Tommy really calms her down. He's not the calmest dude.
0: No, I mean, I know I mean, he's, he's not, the but one I think
1: saying a million affirmations a day.
0: But <laughs> yeah, but I think just it's a different perspective, right? And I think that that's given well, I her think... more awareness of like how she's acting and how she's been behaving previously.
1: Yeah, I think they are doing a ton of work together. Like, I I feel like I remember that they had been going to counseling when all this yeah. stuff started happening. And I mean, I think we definitely see that having some impact. I also think he's less misogynistic than the dudes in the group just in general. Like, he's not less fiery like he definitely can fly off the handle he you know has the passion and all that stuff that i think mj really likes about him but i think he's less misogynistic with it for yeah, sure
0: definitely a hundred percent i mean we see yeah. that just the way that he approaches fatherhood and, and right. his emotions and all of that stuff so i think london's a great another facet into this and i like that we've got somebody who's not just going to fly off the handle and throw things in terms of dealing with shit so We'll see.
1: Yeah. I like someone new in the group as well. Cause I mean, it's been a while since we've really had like a new main person. Yeah. But then I think destiny was the last new main person that kind of stuck around. So it's nice to have somebody else just to mix up that dynamic for sure. Also, how cute is baby Shams?
0: Oh my God. He
1: is gorgeous.
0: He's such a babe. Oh man. He really is. I mean, he makes my ovaries twinge.
1: Yeah. Not enough to, like, go through with having another kid, but, like, oh, Oh, that's cute.
0: Yeah. Like, (laughs) that's cute. Move on. Um, (laughs) London's also great because she does sort of really bring Reza and Nima together. And I think this exchange that Reza and Nima has is really, really interesting. And this is one of the reasons why I love Reza, because he responds initially to Nima in a really aggressive Oh my god. Yes. Obnoxious way. You fucking little it's bitch. Like, but as if man? it's Nima's fault for just turning up with the girl. Right. I mean it is ridiculous. But what I do love. That about whole Razor, argument. Yeah. That whole argument is yeah.
1: fucking stupid.
0: It's ridiculous. And Nima's like, what the fuck like But I love that Razor goes off, comes back and says, Listen. I was irritated because of the shopping. I shouldn't have said what I said. I'm sorry. I want to move forward. And that's not easy. And I have to hold my hands up and say, good on you, Razor. It's not because it's never about not fucking up. It's about knowing how and when to repair it.
1: Absolutely. Because, I mean, who hasn't had the after shop rage of, like, you get home and, like, no one can fucking help you. And so, like, you're just laid in with all the bullshit. And
0: I mean, I feel like every mother can probably For relate sure. to that on a weekly basis.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> and when you trapes in with all the fucking shopping and the kids and the husband are sat watching the fucking football or something and you're just backwards and forwards bringing all the bags in and you're like, anybody, anybody want to help? Oh, or even worse, when they
1: start asking you for food because you've, you've entered even the vicinity it. of their eyeballs. Yes.
0: Oh my god! I swear to God, when they start rumbling, when they start rummaging through fucking bags to get the thing that they want, I'm like, I, I swear to God, step away. I dare you to take anything from these fucking bags until I have put them in the cupboards.
1: Right. These bags will become my murder weapon. You do not get to sit
0: and snack while I put the fucking groceries away. You can no. wait,
1: and I mean. It makes me less ragey for my kids. If my husband does it, it pushes me completely over the oh, edge.
0: A hundred percent. Like
1: I, I storm off and have a tantrum. i like, sure.
0: <laughs> did, did I? I got fucking coffee. I tell you what, I got coffee. Yeah. And if you'd gone out and bought the fucking coffee, then the first thing you could do when you got back is make yourself a fucking cup of coffee. But as you didn't, you can wait until I'm goddamn ready to get the coffee out the back. Mm-hmm. Don't know if you can tell. It's quite a trigger point for me. Um, <laughs> anyway. After
1: shopping, rage is real. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ooh, I hate the supermarket shop. Anyway, Reza Nima do sort of make yeah. up, right? And that's great. And then for really, sure. I feel like we're in a good place apart from Mike.
1: Yeah, because I mean, everybody kind of makes their friend resolutions, which most of them were fairly apt I feel like Mike's was not.
0: I can't really remember. Remind me what I Mike fe- said.
1: And I mean, I could be wrong because this was about a million years ago. But I feel like he said something about like I resolved not to have my friends like be in my personal business oh, yeah, anymore, or like that. something
0: like that. It was just my like, resolution is dear- can you lot stay at fuck out of my business? <laughs> no, it's not really how it works. <laughs> No, Mike. Oh, what your resolution Mike. should be is why don't you stop fucking around with other girls?
1: for sure because it's all fucking you like mike it's all you you are the only one causing this problem
0: and i think this is why people get so frustrated with him because it's it's just so obvious that he is lying and this isn't even a like maybe he's telling the truth he's not telling the truth he's lying no no and he's making it everybody else's fault if it was
1: on if it was on Instagram, then yes, maybe your Instagram could have been hacked and somebody else was sending those messages. Still pretty far fetched, but WhatsApp—that's not happening.
0: Mm-mm. But also to say to Nima, I don't have yeah. WhatsApp. Like as if you've never heard of WhatsApp. What's WhatsApp? And I Nima's don't even like, have that. Nima's like, we're in a WhatsApp.
1: Group you're on a together. fucking group chat, dude. Yeah, like, oh, like I don't even I'm, like. These are just
0: stupid lies. He's he's a moron. And well, and the other thing I just want to point out, which isn't quite on topic, but. Mike wearing his Stussy hoodie, like, they invented Stussy. I'm like, we were there a long time before any of the young kids wearing Stussy now, thinking that they discovered it. Do you not remember, like, the 80s and the oh, 90s yeah. where we all just, like... Yeah, but Mike is older than us, so that maybe that hoodie is older. Is he older than us?
1: Yeah, I think he's turning 45. Is he? Yeah.
0: My God, I genuinely <laughs> thought he was, like...
1: 35 let me look hang
0: on keep the chat going because even Um, because okay well i have shit to say if he's 45 and behaving like this that is a whole other level of fucking embarrassment like he should be ashamed
1: yeah he 100 yeah he's no he's 42 he was born in 1978 shut so the
0: front fucking door
1: yeah I mean they all look great for their ages to be really frank but um they're not super young. They're they're like our age. our generation. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean I'm g- if we're going to go on to I'm going I'm not sure about Destiny's new teeth. I'm just going to put it out there.
1: Yeah, no. I'm not sure about that either. I feel like she's had some other work done too.
0: Yeah, she's had a lot of I think she's had some lip fillers done. Yeah. Um weirdly Nima's teeth next to destiny now look normal <laughs> they've turned so, down so there's a plus uh but well, yes he's had the, them
1: for a while so you know they're they've been able to like settle into normal teeth color <laughs> with like tea and red wine and life in quarantine so
0: yeah he's got it sorted but I think this Mike thing's going to rumble on it does look like he confesses to something next week and you were saying that on social media he said something about yeah coming clean well, or something
1: two days ago page six put out a whole article about like him owning up to the sexting drama and that it was him like anybody didn't think it was him anyway Shocker. <laughs> i don't know if we really need a whole article to explain that we were all
0: correct <laughs> Yes. anyway as it is we're gonna get the mic story oh, i'm sure but hands down he's lying through his perfect veneers for sure While we've got you here, we'd love to talk to you about our brand new Patreon account. Woohoo!
1: It's all the extra content that is not only about reality TV, but all the other TV that we happen to be watching.
0: And if that wasn't cool enough, we also give away a little bit more about ourselves, so there's lots of personal stuff on there too if you want to get to know us better. So head on over to Patreon.com, search for TV My Husband Hates, and all this extra
1: content can be yours for less than a cup of coffee. Or a glass of wine. Whatever you choose.
0: Okay, so let's go to below deck sailing yacht, which as you mentioned earlier, is a much longer series than we've had before.
1: Yeah, and I feel like we still have quite a few more. So my guess is it's gonna go to 16 regular episodes and then probably a reunion, which eh, I don't know if we need a reunion about it, but it could be interesting.
0: Uh, yes, but yeah. we've got JL, thank God, thank the Lord. It looks like this was more of a chafing issue than um, a chlamydia oh. issue.
1: Which I don't know, really, which, I mean, obviously chlamydia sounds worse, but, like,
0: chafing does not sound super comfy. No, chafing... i imagine it's not
1: super comfy (laughs) pretty glad i'm a woman right
0: now never really had a chafing issue (laughs) me neither thank god it doesn't sound good but i imagine if you're always a little bit damp like if you're in and out of the water and then you're drying off in wet shorts and you're always a bit damp the the chafage could be quite an issue
1: well also like the salt in the air like some salty air some Mm. dampness oh
0: dear i'm just Sounds imagining like a chafy, crusty penis oh listen there's been way too much penis symmetry in this podcast so far there I'm really has so much i'm so sorry maybe the title the title should be the penis experience penis. um <laughs> anyway danny it calms danny right the fuck down good lord oh my god like
1: because I didn't really see it for my eyes last because like my recording messed up, seeing her at the beginning of this episode, continually making a big deal about this, talking to everybody about it. Like, Oh, cool. No, she's not a cool girl no told
0: nobody about that right nobody except her went straight to her and he told her did absolutely the right thing and she just went around telling everybody and it was almost as if she wanted to get everybody on her side so that if it came down to it he gave it to her that was the narrative that she wanted to like make sure in everybody's mind and i just thought this isn't cool like it feels mean for sure and if it was chlamydia i likelihood is
1: she gave it to him because women typically are non-systematic, right?
0: Uh, Asymptomatic, yeah. Or asymptomatic? Yeah, so, exactly. But it wasn't. It was Chaffage, so... No. Yeah. So there we go. Everybody's dodged a bullet. But, yeah, that's really changed my opinion of Danny and the way she handled that.
1: For sure, for sure. Should we move on to uh, Gary and Allie and Sydney? God.
0: Yeah. I mean... I don't know what to say. I don't think Gary's feelings for Ali are real. I think he thinks they're real. But I think he's one of these guys, honestly, that because she's not giving it to him, he wants it even more. And he thinks he wants it because it's love.
1: I don't know. I mean, I I kind of just I mean, I don't think he is in love with her, but I think he has real feel. I think he's got more real feelings for her than he did for Sydney. Like, I think there's there's more like chats and like deeper stuff that's there. for sure. I mean,
0: I'd say there's more of a connection, but I I don't, I think a lot of it, I think a lot of this like puppy dog, I'm a, I'm a, what does he say? I'm a puss or I'm a suck or something. I think all of this is because she's just not giving him what he wants. Like, I think if she just handed it straight out, he would probably be treating her pretty badly. I could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah.
1: I disagree with you there. I think even if if she gave it up, he'd still be the same way about her. Like, I, I I don't know. Interesting
0: interesting
1: because because I think the only reason Gary and Sydney are the way Gary and Sydney are is like, it was the first night there was like no chat. Like that was, that's a very, that was very obviously a one night stand, right? Like there, there was no connection beforehand. Whereas I feel like Allie and him have chatted so much. Now, maybe if Allie had slept with him on the first night, it would be different, but I feel like now just because I feel like there's like a friendship, there i don't know maybe, maybe i'm giving him too much credit we'll see but um i don't know i have a real i have a real issue i mean i i like that ally is like no this girl had real feelings for you i'm not that girl but i don't feel like ally and sydney are good enough friends like sydney would totally dick ally yeah. over in a heartbeat if gary bre- like happened to glance her way, I think the fire would be ignited and she'd be all over him.
0: Yeah. 100%. Even now, I think we're going to see that. Next even week, now honestly. knowing.
1: Yeah. Even now knowing that Allie has real feelings for him. And I think Allie has way more real feelings for him than Sydney actually has ever had because they have never had a fucking like in depth conversation about like feelings and backgrounds. It's been no, a very Sydney, much like a works become... situation.
0: I think for Sydney, this has become an ego issue more than anything. It's not about whether she likes, it's just because she's annoyed or she's massively insecure and hurt that he likes Ali more. Like, and I can relate to that, but I think that you have to be aware of what's going on and not then just become a bitch and try and sabotage everything. And I think you're right. right. I think if if Gary gave her the slightest indication that he was up for it, she'd be straight in there like, whatever, you know, without a Mm -hmm. moment's notice. I do think that Ali is is, I mean, listen, I don't think it's about how she should... I, I think for Ali, it's not about how she necessarily feels about Sydney, but about how she feels about herself and her own kind of moral compass. Yeah. Which yeah, is I fine. get that. And I also think there's an element of her really testing Gary on this because he has slept with somebody else straight off the bat. So she doesn't yeah. want to just jump into it. So, okay, if you really like me and you say all these things and, you, and if they're true, then you won't mind waiting until after we get off the boat. Yeah,
1: no, that's interesting. I get that. Because you're right. She's not as, like, not, she's not kiboshing everything. She's just saying, let's just wait and see how it goes after the boat, right?
0: Yeah, she just doesn't yeah, want to do it fair. on the boat while everybody's there and this is a situation. Yeah. So, I think this is going to be interesting, which is why I think Gary's going to fall file next week, because I think he's going to start messing around with Sydney, or at least thinking about it. And that's, I think, right. what Danny's testing, honestly.
1: Yeah. You mean Allie? Yeah. 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 not danny yeah
0: yes whoever i've got spe- a lot of neurofen yeah no
1: it's totally fine <laughs> but speaking of valley um on this episode the guests overhear her talking full-on oh, shit about them
0: there's a now, big no-no it's like the worst thing that can happen because as somebody who's worked in situations like this of course you always talk about the guests right like that's for happens. sure but you, like, getting caught talking about them is hands down, like, the worst thing that could happen.
1: For sure. But big ups to Daisy. Like, the way Daisy handles it with Glenn and the guests was fucking spectacular. I've never seen a chief stew handle something so well.
0: And Ali. She doesn't make a big deal out of it. She recognizes she yeah. takes everybody. Everybody feels heard and validated, and she just manages the situation mm-hmm. without causing a big fat drama.
1: Yeah, but this makes Glenn not super happy in the crew. He's really uh, anti crew this charter.
0: Yeah, well, I think he's, I, I still think he's very much on edge from the fact that he's crashed a multi million yeah. dollar super yacht. But yeah, I hear what you're saying. I think that they are kind of dropping the ball. And I think that penultimate charter is one of those ones where people start to get a bit complacent and, and you know, they're just like on the downhill when you actually, you've got to keep yeah. this game still. Ha- the last charter is just as important as the first charter, right? For sure. I'm also
1: super over watching Natasha be super inconsistent. Being like amazing one meal and shit the net. Like
0: I'm over Natasha. Like I'm over. uh,
1: It's so boring. And that fucking dessert table's gross. I would never eat that dessert table.
0: Disgusting. Yeah. No. Um, um, okay so let's uh let's move on to real housewives of new york where we pick her up in the middle of sonya's massive <laughs> trunk tantrum, which god god love that woman god love her.
1: um she can throw a toddler strop like nobody else
0: i have i've never seen anything like it from a grown woman but it, it is fantastic no. but here ebony steps up time and time again to be the housewife whisperer L- last week we thought she was just the Ramona whisperer but no. this, she talks to Sonia down she talks Sonia down she deals with that drama on the phone she talks Luann down when they're she's losing her shit about yeah. drinking things she's all over it
1: she's amazing and I love how she continually just eats her dinner while Sonia's <laughs> throwing a straw She's like, I'm hungry. I'm going to continue eating this meal.
0: (laughs) Yes, priorities. She's a badass. I love her. Once I finish my my steak, but I'm going to eat this steak. She is badass and she's really balanced and measured and she doesn't jump. She's not reactive. And I think that's really interesting in this group because everybody's really reactive.
1: I think we are going to see her be a little more reactive next week. If the previews are to believe, I think that like she gets into a bit of a screaming match or she's not screaming, but I think Ramona and her get into something next week. But I mean, wouldn't you after being trapped with these women in the Hamptons for ages, it seems.
0: Well, and Leah's definitely a donkey on the edge as well, because she goes up against Ramona in this episode too. And it's not often I stick up for Ramona, but I don't think really Ramona did anything wrong.
1: No, she was just having a private conversation, and fucking Leah took it way the wrong way, and then flips out because, like, Ebony's in there looking at the, ta- like, plates, because obviously the conversation's been over.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It's, I think Leah, I said it right from episode one, I think she is on the edge. I think she's not quite okay, and... um I think this is a perfect example of that. Like, it's just irrational. And then she goes into this vow of silence.
1: So stupid. I mean, like, how elementary can you be? I mean, I did that shit when I was, like, a
0: child. Well, me too. But here's the thing. It's like, everybody just goes, oh, all right. As if, like, it's the most normal thing. Right. (laughs) Sonja's like, I totally understand why Leah's taken a, a vow of silence. I'm like, the fuck, like this is not normal behavior <laughs> Do you know
1: what I mean? like, no well then when she's like trying to mime because she told the like car guy thank you and like made a huge deal that she has broken her vow of silence
0: nobody fucking cares no and she lost three hours shut the fuck up
1: yeah like, just, just shut up no
0: anyway oh so- my gosh
1: though sorry Go ahead.
0: Go on. I was going to say, I, so don't it, like th- I don't like the way that Leah goes off and talks to Ramona's staff as well. And like, I don't know how you work for that dumb fucking bitch, Ramona. Like, I think there's, no. a, there's a lot where... I don't know. I don't like the way she talks to her employees.
1: Whose employees? To Ramona's
0: employees.
1: Yeah, yeah. Fair, fair. Yeah. But she's
0: just a bit off this off the scale i think she's just being a bit childish she's on edge yeah she
1: is yeah and i feel like we we, you can give her a lot of grace for like last season because it was her first season and she was kind of like finding her feet i feel like now like it's her second season like we need to see her step it up a little bit more and just because i think she can be better than this like yes it's just disappointing
0: Yes. And I agree. And this is what's weird. It's like, I don't want to undermine anybody's sobriety, but I feel like she was more balanced last season and she's far. And I mean, I get that she, maybe this is just a difficult transition for her, but it, she doesn't seem altogether on point. Like, I feel like she's well, it, a donkey on the edge.
1: Yeah. Well, I feel like she's sober, but she is not displaying sober behaviors.
0: Yes. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. I, 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 yeah. I'm interested to see how it plays out for her because I know in some of the trailers we've seen her do like act a bit crazy. So I wonder if she, I don't know what's going on, but there's something not quite right with her.
1: Absolutely. You know what else is not quite right? A <laughs> big on. pile of dog shit on the <laughs> on the fucking front door mat throughout the almost the entire shot of like the insider Ramona's house when like um, Luann's oh. man comes over, like. Oh, like at first I saw it. I was like am I seeing what I'm seeing and then I took a picture of it because I was like I need to like make sure Zoom this in. is what I'm seeing huge pile of dog shit right as you come into her house and they have to
0: <laughs> and you just know that that
1: was Sonia's dog hundred
0: percent. <laughs> 100% it was that bitch <laughs> We took a DNA <laughs> test and it was, and it's hundred percent that bitch. Um, that
1: that was Marley's shit right
0: there. hundred percent. So listen, the other per- the other person that returns is of course Heather, and uh, like I'm torn. So first of all, I'm like Leah, just leave it. Like when we don't, you don't have to hunt everybody down and come after everybody all yeah, in one big shot. Yeah. Like I feel like she's on this mission. But that being said, she she hauls Heather over the coals. And then there is part of me that's like, I have to admire Heather's balls because she's clearly gone onto this podcast that she's launched and spoken a load of shit about all of those women around that table and then just turns up as if like nothing's happened.
1: Well, she wasn't alone. Carol was on that episode as well, who used to be on the show. So it's like two of them talking a lot of shit, which... Yeah. I mean, she walks in there knowing it and Leah is a hundred percent right on this. The minute somebody said podcast, she should have fucking known what was going to happen. Like she should have known what was going to happen anyways. Like if you're out there talking shit about these women and then they invite you over, you know, they're going to confront you about it. You've been on the fucking show. Um, And I love how she tries at the beginning to like deny, deny, deny. Yeah. And then she just like gives up and she's like, yeah. And then like, I think one time where she, like i guess she called luann like super fake fake. heather's like yeah i said that
0: so luann's just like oh okay i'm like (laughs) (laughs) what this woman's just sat there and said that on a podcast she just called you fake as fuck and you're like right i'm like (laughs) it's just really bizarre
1: (laughs) it's so fucking weird so fucking weird but i think i think what's interesting is like i don't like heather for saying that but i do like how she very bluntly in their face owns up to it at the end and is like yep yeah, that's exactly what i said
0: yeah i mean props for that it's always better to finally own your shit and just get on get get, get it over and done with but it is a weird like these women have got have like literally torn each other's eyes out for less than that and, and everything sure. like, just passed over like nothing ever happened
1: Yeah, and then they just go into the sex chat, which of course pisses Ramona off because she's having her classic, like, breakfast at Tiffany's, we can't talk about sex time. Ramona fucking drives me crazy.
0: She drives me crazy too. But then again with Leah, I just feel like she's always going for the shock, right? And she's like, oh, if a guy doesn't eat your ass out, then he's not worth it or something. And it's like... I feel like you're just pushing this, like you're just going for the shock value on certain things. And it just feels a bit desperate and a bit ne- a bit needy.
1: Yeah, I think it would bother me more if it wasn't in this conversation, because everybody else other than Ramona was pretty into like having that chat, right? Yeah. And like you do sometimes, you know, throw out crazy wild shit when you're like, well, I guess Leah's not drinking. I was gonna say when you're drinking with your girlfriends at like a dinner party, that chat always comes up. Um, Leah definitely pushes the boundaries. I think she probably does it cause she knows it pisses Ramona off. And then of course probably. Ramona exacts the exact way that we all knew she would and flips out about it. So I'm sure we're going to have to hear all about it next week. Um, about how Ramona doesn't appreciate people talking about sex.
0: Oh, and she's having more sex than anybody else put together. Um, yeah, apparently w- with that said, let's move over to the West coast where we've got the re- real housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, And I feel like this season is starting to heat up a little bit.
1: It really is. And also, I just want to point out, I forgot to point it out last week. Sutton is a full-fledged housewife. She's got a tagline. She's got a diamond. So she's she's full-fledged. Yeah. Which I think is... I think actually it's probably a smart way to do it. Like actually, the first season, let's just dip my toe in. See how I like this. And before fully committing. So she has fully committed. And um, yeah, this episode definitely spices up in tahoe but before we get there should we chat about garcelle and kyle's lunch lunch
0: yeah so i found this really really interesting because i'm obviously going to compare it to her dinner with rinna and i think Mm -hmm. garcelle has got some like she's just got a bee in her bonnet about lisa rinna and it doesn't really matter what's going to happen I feel like she could have let, I feel like she could have treated Lisa like she treats Kyle in this. You know, she's a bit more vulnerable. She's open. She's really willing to hear Kyle's apology. And I thought it was interesting that she was so different to Rinna.
1: Yeah. Well, and she, and she was also willing to kind of explain where she was coming from with Kyle, right? Like really kind of educate Kyle to why she reacted the way she did, even if Kyle did not mean it to be taken that way. Like kind of the historical reference, which I thought was really cool. I think Garcelle reacts different to Lisa Renna because I think she thought she, I think she thought Lisa and Denise were better friends than maybe Lisa is portraying them to be. And then thought maybe they were better friends because they're all actresses. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they've been in the same circle for so long. And they've known each other for longer. Maybe she expected a higher level of loyalty than she would to Kyle. I don't know.
0: Maybe. Uh, And uh, you're probably right. And I think people react to different things in different ways. And there's no real reason, you know, I'd like her to just let this thing go with Rinna, but I also think she's not been clear. And we see her have like a follow-up conversation with, with Rinna. And again, I feel like she's almost setting Rinna up to fail. It's almost like, she's kind of telling Rina one thing and then going off and telling everybody else something For sure. else. And I feel bad because as much as Rina can fuck up, I don't think there's really a malicious bone in her body. Like, I think she just gets a bit overexcited and fucking loses. But I don't think there's any part of her that wants to hurt anybody. And I do believe she's genuinely sorry. And when she apologized to Garcelle, I really think she meant it.
1: I think she did too, until like the second conversation. And then she's like, but I can't promise you it's not going to happen again. And I was
0: like, Yeah, that was
1: weird. Oh. Like, I mean, you're probably right. Like sometimes things do just come out, but I don't think you meant it to come out the way you said that. Because it sounds like actually I am just stashing these away because if you fuck with me, I'm gonna let let them yeah. go loose. You're that right. really rub that rubbed me the wrong way. And I'm I'm a hardcore. I love Lisa Renna. I love yeah. her so much. But like that bit, I was like, ooh, that's not cool.
0: Yeah, it was weird. And I wondered if she was doing it because she really prides herself on being like searingly, openly honest and she doesn't want to set herself up for something that she can't promise, you know? Yeah. But but I I, I 100% understand why that is a red flag to somebody who's listening or who's asked her that question. Like part of me is just like, Rina, just say yes, you promise. Like just say yes, you promise. (laughs) or like i
1: i respect that your boundary like you know yes. maybe there are some boundaries i need to start respecting i mean you can have that conversation without promising you'll never do it again and still kind of promising you won't do it again if that makes sense
0: yeah and and that she doesn't seem to do that so i kind of understand where this is coming from but the other thing that really picks up is we get a lot more of crystal in this episode as well yeah so we get a lot more about her home life and her Manny, who's a pop star, and oh, you know, because that's her, her Manny
1: normal. brother.
0: Yeah, that's yeah
1: for normal.
0: sure. <laughs> but we also, see I love her. her housekeeper. Oh yeah, God, she's amazing.
1: She's amazing. I love how she just calls her out for having ugly shit and buying too many shoes. Like she keeps her in her place. That's, just in case, that's the brutal honesty we need in this show.
0: <laughs> just in case Crystal ever thought about getting above her station in life, that housekeeper's going to keep her in check every day of the week. For
1: sure. But for she sure. does come up
0: against Sutton a little bit in this. And I think yeah. this is a really interesting dynamic because I think Sutton is, is going to feel uh, extremely... Uh, cautious about entering into any kind of conversation of this kind not I'm not saying she's right to but as a white southern very privileged very wealthy woman she's going to feel very uncomfortable about finding herself in a conversation of this kind especially on television and I think a lot of her anxiety and a lot of her reaction comes from that and I think rather than Calming the fuck down and not making it about her and listening to what Crystal's saying. She's getting very, very defensive as if, like, we're not having this conversation. Like, I don't want to have this conversation on TV.
1: Right. Which, I I mean, she has to have that conversation. Like, there's no way race comes up and you can't have that conversation in this day and age. Like...
0: A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But I don't think it's necessarily because she's she's a racist or she sees doesn't see color or all of that i think she just is terrified of having this conversation on television and and fucking it up and getting it wrong which inevitably she does anyway that's the irony of it all
1: yeah i mean honestly i think she would have fucked it up either way right i mean the only thing she could have really done was be like just shut her fucking mouth
0: i mean that's all you can really do and that's actually you all talking. you should do yeah when you're talking to a person of color who is trying to explain, who is taking time out of their fucking day to explain right? their experience to you, you shut the fuck up and you listen.
1: Yeah. And that's where she gets it very wrong. Um, and I can't wait to see more of this chat ne- like next week. I mean, what sucks is we won't, we won't be talking about it next week because we're not having a podcast, but um, it'll be interesting to watch and really see how the Crystal Sutton thing plays out. Cause I think it's, it's longer than just a couple of episodes
0: interesting i'm excited to see that um
1: yeah
0: is that up is that us done no
1: no Oh no let's talk about kathy
0: how has kathy oh, hilton
1: God. never had a girl's trip she's like 65 years old this woman
0: is is pure joy to watch like she's one of these characters that's such a caricature that you can't quite like yeah. you can't believe she's not putting it on but she's not putting it on yeah like, this is what you de- i find fascinating
1: yeah i don't know if she's putting it on or not because knowing how paris can put it on like she's learned that from someone like i don't know but i'm here Maybe. for it i i, I love so she's she born in like 1959 so she's 62
0: Wow, um, and she's just like, I mean, to never have gone on a girl's trip, to to no. be traveling, to not know how to plug a fan in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even Kyle's like, I honestly don't know how Kathy gets through the day. Like, right? she's like, the fan doesn't work. I can't plug it in. How can you not plug it in?
1: Like... I have no idea. And I mean, she doesn't even have like the excuse of like being in a different country and maybe the plugs are different. Like there's literally no. And what's weird is like when she married into the Hilton family, her husband had no money. Like they like, I think had like a little shop, like they had to fucking graft. For money so it's not like she has been born into this like uber what like I, I don't understand it like maybe she's been de-skilled maybe 40 years of having money has
0: de-skilled de-skilled oh, her a hundred percent i think that's what's happened. <laughs> like that woman sits in an ivory tower in beverly hills surrounded by fans and while people plug shit in for her like that is basically she's her fucking, life and it's
1: she's mind-blowing She's fucking hilarious, though. I'm so happy she's on this show. I love seeing, like, the dynamic between her and Kyle. Like, that kind of sister dynamic versus, like, the Kim and Kyle sister dynamic is really interesting. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think she's going to be a fucking hoot on this show.
0: I think she is too. Also, I mean, what is with these women and not carrying their own fucking bags? Like, this stuff drives me oh. absolutely insane because I like, I'm like, I get it. You've always got somebody to carry your bag. I understand that. But I don't understand why we all have to have a shit fit when you just have to carry your bag once, like once.
1: No, especially when you've already been flown on like a private plane with like a no baggage requirements. Jet. And you're in this beautiful house in Tahoe with a fucking chef, which actually also brings me like, why the fuck is Kyle making a big stink about cooking when there's a fucking chef there to do it, and then ends up burning the dinner?
0: Just fucking let the chef do her job and Stop. just get on with it. Stop pretending that you're one of yeah. us. We know you're not. Just fucking luxuriated <laughs> you it. Yourself. We get it. We get it. I mean. Listen, I, I, I'm a Kyle fan too. And part of me's like, you yeah. know what? Good on you. Give it a shot, all the rest of it. But at least nail it. And actually, I do feel a bit sorry for her. I do, because I actually think she probably is quite a good cook. And I think she does quite enjoy that. So I feel yeah. bad that it did fuck up. But let's not pretend <laughs> that you are not a massively pampered princess. But also, carry your bags from the fucking lobby to your bedroom sure. without whinging about it.
1: And if they're too heavy, fucking help each other out. Like, two people could lift that bag, no problem. And also, there are other people there. Like, there's
0: a ton of fucking staff there. We've seen the chef and the, like, let's not just, oh, God, fucking sort your shit out.
1: Yeah, we see behind the velvet curtain, people.
0: (laughs) Yes, we do. Stop pretending no it's um, your vacation
1: why cook your own food anyways if you don't have to i don't understand that at all <laughs> no,
0: me neither. on one hand you're like this pampered princess like i can't carry my bags on the other hand you're like oh we've got a chef but i'm gonna cook my own food because i'm so real no you're not for Fuck sure off.
1: but also i can't make a margarita which frankly is one of the easiest cocktails to make
0: come on kyle sort yourself out and she's married to a mexican that should be like right. part of the deal right
1: that's in the prenup, isn't it? Yeah. Must make good
0: margaritas. In the vows. In the <sighs> vows. I promise to learn to make you a good margarita.
1: Yeah. I am really enjoying Crystal more and more. I'm excited to kind of see where she takes these ladies. Um Erica was really weird on the Two Truths and a Lie thing. I I'm kind of yes. over this like pretend mystique that she has going on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I am too. And I think it's because we've all started to see behind the the curtain going back to that, like we've all seen that facade break. So watching it now is just feels like way more of a construct than it ever has. So there is part of me that's like, oh, like, we all know now that you are just like the rest of us. Like you're just as fallible. You just as you fuck up just as easily. And we need to just get to that bit. I want to get to that part.
1: For sure. Well, and she's been on the show for so fucking long. Like, I felt like last season, we started to see her opening up more. And I feel like the beginning of this season, she's just like shut right back down. Like, I feel like I know more about Crystal and I've seen her on two episodes than the years that I've seen Erica. Yeah. And I don't really understand why that's been allowed, to be honest.
0: Well, I think it'll be because behind the scenes, this shit's happening before it's actually publicly happening, right? So so I think people... When they have a platform and they're in a pu- the public eye and mm-hmm. shit's going on behind the scenes, they shut down, right? They become super guarded well, sh- and they yeah. because it's trying to control it. But we all know it's coming. It's it's gonna be really messy right. for her. Um I mean we've for seen sure. that trailer I really of can't her wait. talking to Sutton when she's like Yeah. I mean, I've never seen anger or on the on a face like I do on Erica's face no. in that scene.
1: No, I can't wait. Me neither. It's, it's going to be a good season, which thank God, because last season was a fucking one story pony. I mean, maybe this one will be, but I don't think so. I think with like the Crystal Sutton stuff, the Erica stuff, the Garcelle, and Lisa, I think there's enough stuff and going Kathy, on.
0: She's going to keep it. Interesting. Oh, and,
1: I will watch just for Kathy. Me too. Plain and simple. She
0: needs her own show. She will take
1: us through the season for sure. (laughs) I'm kinda surprised they've never done like just like a keeping up with the Kardashian esque show just about Kyle.
0: I tell you what, that would be dark as fuck. It would be dark. You know that it this won't. isn't going to be some, like, happy-go-lucky Kardashian shit. This is going to no. be, like... Do you remember that time when you got me hauled off into some sort of mental institute where they raped us by strangers and you didn't tell me, you just stood there and watched it go? That That's that's the kind of shit we get behind the doors of Hilton. so, the Hiltons. Fair.
1: Behind the Hiltons. <laughs> Keeping up with the Hiltons.
0: Keeping up with the Hiltons and all their dark shit. Um... Oh, man. Well, listen, I think that wraps us up for this week. And uh, the- we are away next week, as we've um, yes. as we said at the beginning. That's partially... Well, it's not partially. It's my fault because I'm going on vacay. Uh, but no, we will I'm going away that
1: weekend. So, yeah, we're just overlapping vacations, just not at the same time. So maybe that happens occasionally.
0: Like, maybe we could work out a chat room thing.
1: Oh. I don't maybe. even really know...
0: What chat room is or how to work it, but I feel like we could maybe do a quick chat room thing instead. We could do, ooh, ma- yeah. let the, we'll we'll
1: we'll think on it. If we end up doing that, we'll we'll put it out there on so on socials. Um, if you're on chat room, maybe you could even just join us, and we could have.
0: Yeah, maybe we chat could do a live time. watch of something. Maybe.
1: <gasps> well, I don't want to do a live watch because no, then it's like true. if if nothing's happening, you're not chatting. But maybe we could do. Maybe we could do something on the phone yeah. on Thursday.
0: Maybe we could do that.
1: Ooh, that's interesting. But just to piggyback off of there not being a real a real episode, the mini of the Dallas reunion will also be delayed by a week, but it'll still be, a, or not a Dallas reunion, the New Jersey reunion will be delayed a week, but it's a fucking good one, so you're going to want to tune in for that. Um, it also, is, I
0: was going to say, and to keep you on, up to date, we have released yeah. the minisodes for um, the Dallas and
1: the other atlanta one. yes atlanta. and atlanta so it, there's plenty
0: to keep you occupied while we're away
1: there is yeah we did three episodes last week and bout broke jimmy so yeah. you know <laughs> enjoy those episodes know that they had a lot of jimmy sweat and tears in them um please take a moment to rate and review us. Uh, subscribe if you haven't so you never miss the fact that we dropped three episodes at one time um anything else
0: no i think that's it I think that's it. I think All right. uh, have a great week. Thank you, it's ever, for giving us your time. And remember, smart people watch reality TV too. Bye bye. Please subscribe, rate, and review TV My Husband Hates wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at TV My Husband Hates and join the Facebook group to keep the conversation going when the podcast ends. If Twitter's your thing, you'll find us at TV Husband's Hate. Theme music and production for TV My Husband Hates by Jimmy Sims.
1: Perfect.